A Woman's View with Amanda Dixon. A look at the news here at home and around the world, all from the perspective of women. Now, Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this week to have Trish Hatch joining me, the coordinator of the CASA program, the court appointed special advocate program who works with the guard, guardian ad litems. How are you, Trish? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? It's good to see you. Also, Barbara Smith joins me, the Director of Communications for Sandy City. Barb, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. And Lisa Walker is with me, Certified Athletic Trainer and Teacher at Springville High School. Lisa, it's always good to see you. Hey, nice to be back. Thanks again. I was interested in this, and I thought, boy, this is a perfect topic to ask my, my wonderful women on a woman's view. I was reading this week about a Senate Minority Whip, Kathleen Reby who has brought up again, and I, I think this is something she has done before, she has brought up again that Utah should ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. And when I read that, I thought, holy cow, I haven't thought about the Equal Rights Amendment in quite some time. But I, I think back to the history of it and how initially back in the 70s, they needed 38 states, they couldn't get 38 states. By the time they did get 38 states, some had dropped off and, and, and a time limit had expired. But what do you, can I start with you, Trish? What do you see as, do you see this as something that we need to do or should do or has the time for the ERA passed? I, you know, I read your question. I read the article in the Deseret News. I found it fascinating. I really appreciate uh, Senator Reby for bringing this forward. Um, I I, and in fact, it said in there that she's listening to her constituents. And I feel like she's doing what her constituents are asking her to do. And I, I look at what our legislature has accomplished so far this year on things that affect less than 1% of our population. And the, you know, the bathroom bill and the DEI, I mean, they're just so misguided that I'm just happy somebody's listening to their constituents. Does this need to pass? Absolutely. Um, I read the comments after the article in the Deseret News just to see where people's pulse was on this. And it was mostly men and it devolved very quickly into gender pay. And that this was all about women wanting to get paid for not doing half the work that men do. The, the comments were really, really ignorant, like just not ignorant as in rude, but ignorant as in un uneducated. And so then I had to go into Dr. Madsen's work and look at all the briefs and the white papers she's written on the gender pay gap. And it really does exist. We really are the 50th state for gender pay gap. We're the 46th state for women's equality. So some say this is symbolic, but I believe we really need to send a message to the conservative men in our state that we are equal. I, the men that I listened to in the, or read in those comments last night do not believe that there is an issue and that women have any problem. Mm, interesting. How do you see this, Lisa? Well, I didn't dig as deep into it. Um, I am certainly not opposed to it happening. I did read something in there that we have something else on the books, which essentially is the same thing or takes care of the issue. My feeling is I kind of look at it and I say, this is too bad that we have to have these types of things on the books. Like, why don't people just recognize that whatever, male, female, 
trans, whatever color you are, whatever religion you are, that we should all be treated equal and rewarded accordingly for our work. And I, I hate to see separation occur because certain groups are trying to gain ground and feeling like they're equal. And so I'm not opposed to it passing. What I'm opposed to is any sort of discrimination based off of anything. And I would hope that we could be more reasonable and see each other as an individual person and and go down that road rather than having to take legislative time. If this solves it to get it done, I'm all in favor. And I think that what you were referring to there, if I, I just have the article in front of me, is it is there is protection in the state constitution, the Utah state constitution, that says the rights of citizens of the state of Utah to vote and hold office shall not be denied or abridged on account of sex. Both male and female citizens of this state shall enjoy equally all civil, political, and religious rights and privileges. Um, so yeah, it's good to know that we have that, but wouldn't it be wonderful if the country could pass the are you surprised barb that we're still talking about the era 50 years later i am actually and i'm a little surprised that we never bothered to ratify the amendment honestly um, we are one of few states who who are still in that category uh and and while the constitution of utah protects our civil political and religious rights and privileges does it really cover everything that's in that amendment i don't think so and we live in a state where women make 70% of what men make, which makes us dead last. And that, by the way, equates to, depending on what kind of a job you have, 80000 to $800,000 over your lifetime of employment. So that's a lot of money. Um, we also live in a state where 25% of women are the sole providers for their households. So this impacts families and also where women... Most women do work, over 60% of us work. So we are contributing to our household and also to taking care of our children and our communities. So again, I'm not sure why we are still having this problem and why we are still having this discussion, but it starts early. I mean, there, there was a study that was conducted by Duke University that showed that female graduates who, may, who were in the exact same profession, okay, we're not talking apples and oranges here, we're talking about physician researchers across the board and female graduates came out starting this as a nationwide study, by the way, $12,000 less than male graduates right out of the gate. Explain to me why somebody who has the exact education, who is doing the exact job, is worth $12,000 less than their male counterpart. And then American Associate of University Women found a very similar disparity when it came to female graduates who graduated in business, who were earning right out of the gate 84 cents less than their male counterparts. So obviously, we still have a huge, huge problem. So really, what is the answer? What is the solution here? How do we fix this? Because it's not always about, oh, well, you know, women choose lower paying professions and we don't do STEM. No, it, that, it's bigger than that, obviously, because the data shows that. So I would mm -hmm. love for people to, to just seriously drill down on what we can do. You wanted to say, Lisa. Yeah, so when I started, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. And I was told women are not athletic trainers. I came back eight years later and I said, I want to be an athletic trainer. And they said, oh, this is an amazing up and coming field for women. So it's been kind of known to me throughout my career that um, more or less, I kind of work in a man's world, right? The majority of our 
of our coaches are men. And it's only recently that women are even um, hired into the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. I was one of few. My mentor, um, she had never even been allowed on a football field to work. And here I was covering all the sports out of school and it's worked out well for me. But being kind of a, I'm not the a ground level female pioneer, but I'm pretty close to the ground level. So I've experienced it, which is, I, I think part of why my feelings are so strong that can we just look at people instead of all the rest, so. Such good points. Uh, let me take a quick break and we'll be back here on A Woman's View on KSL News Radio.